Hey, it's Julia Fay. Yes, that does rhyme. I'm a brand photographer located in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I am here on the mic because one day it hit me in the face that there is a lot to say when it comes to growing a business, heck, maintaining that business, and also, drumroll please, enjoying your life outside of your business. I am consistently meeting smart, creative, driven women and men who are doing these things every day. And I thought, why am I not asking them questions and recording the answers and conversations? It's my hope you learn something new here or you get an idea that takes you somewhere new in your life. All right, let's get started and let's skip the small talk. Hey guys, welcome back to Skip the Small Talk. I am so excited to have one of my dear friends on today, and I will probably say that a lot throughout this season because a lot of these people are my friends, and I'm super grateful for that. Um, today, my dear friend's name is Jenna, Jenna Dakin. She is the owner of In the Details Darling. She is a client experience strategist, and that's like the coolest job title ever. Um, she started her career off in the travel agency world left that to start her own business, helping travel agents with their businesses and other specialized entrepreneurs, aka photographers. That's how we met. Um, Jenna helped me get my systems together several years ago, and that's how we became friends. Now you can find her helping her clients perfect their client experience from top to bottom, and that is why she is the perfect guest to have on today to, to discuss care inside of your business. Jenna fully operates with heart, and her business service is top-notch, and I think that is why her clients leave working with Jenna singing her praises. It's not just that her business service is top-notch, it's that she treats her clients with care throughout the entire experience. So today, we are going to unpack exactly what client care means to her, and even though everyone that listens to this podcast has a different type of service or a different type of business, we can all relate that we work with humans and that all humans want to work with just nice, caring people throughout any kind of experience. So Jenna, hi, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Okay, client care. Can you like define what that actually means to you? I think ultimately it's what sets you apart from your competitors. And mm. there is... Someone who can do the same thing I can do, but they can't do it exactly the same because we're not the same person. And um, the way that we interject ways to really bring the client along in the experience, whether that's through anticipating the needs, um, surprising them, delighting them through the process that in ways that they didn't even know they needed, or it's essentially like we're mind readers. Yeah. That's what can really set you apart, and that's what can set your experience apart yeah. from the next person, either doing yeah. my work or a photographer or whatever yeah. it might be. I love that. Okay, so I feel like when I think about client care, for me, okay, well, one, let's just state, some of us are natural, like, emotional anticipators. Jenna is, I mean, we won't go too much into the Enneagram, but she is a, like, hard, amazing Enneagram, too. And there are a lot of people out there that, like, I feel like read the room really well, know what people need, and that is just a gift in itself that can't really be taught. But today we are going to talk about how anyone can anticipate those needs and deliver a great experience. But for those of us like me that um, aren't, I mean, I do, I do love, like, 
I do care about people and I do love to send a gift of every course. now and then, but mm-hmm. it is not supernatural um, for me. So what are some things that you think um, any entrepreneur could think about in terms of their client experience that are most important, whether that's like at the very beginning when a client inquires, in the middle, at the end, are there any like specific moments you think are like best to show that client care experience? Absolutely. So one thing I like to do, one, the client experience is from the second an inquiry le- lands in your inbox yeah. to just nurturing them until hopefully they rebook with you. Right. And so you think about that whole process when you're designing out your process, implementing systems, all of that. And so one thing I like to do is to capture information on the client at the very beginning. Okay. And I do that because the client ends up forgetting that they shared this information with you. So, for example, you can ask, like, what are their favorite podcasts? Um, what Are they sweet or salty uh, fans? Mm-hmm. Um, little things like that. Are what, ki- what do they drink in the morning? What is their morning routine? Maybe it's a coffee. Maybe they're not coffee drinkers. Maybe it's tea. Or maybe they're Starbucks lovers, or maybe they're not. Yeah. That kind of information, people share that very willingly if you ask. So I ask that in like a questionnaire format. It's a part of my onboarding process. And so asking that ahead of the game gives me knowledge about them right away. And then from there, it gives me insight on what kind of gifting I can share with them, whether that is like maybe it's a $5 Starbucks gift card that lands in their inbox, or maybe it's a little something more than that. If they're not coffee drinkers or they absolutely love a certain author that they share with you. So things like that, that, again, if you ask the questions, people are very open to share that with you. So that's one way that you really don't have to do much homework. They give it to you, and then you can build off that. I love that. That's so cool. So that questionnaire is once they have booked with you and you send it to them, like, with their other, you know, files that they're working on? Correct. Yeah, it's just something, it's a few questions that's typically added on a questionnaire that I need more information from them to get the project started. I love it. But it's a little, like, get-to-know-you section. Yeah. And that, they also forget that they sent that to you. I asked for their physical address as well that time, so I'm not going back and asking for it. Again. So when I'm going to send a gift they're not anticipating it coming because yeah. I didn't ask for an address. They're like, how did she get my address? Correct. I don't, yeah. Yes, they totally forgot they gave it to me. I love that. Okay, cool. So that's at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, then I guess it really depends how long you're, um, like some of us work with people for maybe even a year, some three months, some a whole quarter. Do you prefer um, doing something at the top and at the end or in the middle? Or are you more of a surpriser in terms of like sending gifts or sending like a tangible thing? Yeah. So there's typically, there's a few things I do. So part of that questionnaire, I ask for important dates, whether that's um, birthday, anniversary, whatever it might be, specifically like since I do work with travel professionals and they can hit on milestone dates, whether it's birthday or anniversary, we ask for those in the questionnaire so that that's a moment you can put on your calendar and you can make sure you're touching base at that point every year. And it's a way to be like, hey, it's time to book a trip. For instance, like you could ask a business anniversary. Yep. Everyone could always use a refresh of images. Yeah. And so touching base then, maybe they don't need it quite yet, yep. but it gets you in front of them in a very subtle way. Yep. Even if it's just dropping a card in the mail, very subtle way for them to, for you to say, hey, like yeah. I'm still here. I'm still thinking about you, still thinking about your business. Right. So I love that. Remind me, what was your actual question I got off on? Oh, um, the actual question (laughs) was, um, okay, so at the beginning, you get all that stuff, but do you prefer midway or in sending it? Yep. So that could be like throughout the process, just depending where that falls. I typically gift at the end. Um, It's, I time it up so that the 
final presentation goes out when their package should arrive in the nice. mail. Okay. And um, what I do for gifting is around self-care yep. because they're hiring me for systems and processes. So putting that into place will allow them to have a little bit more free time for themselves. So in that is a little self-care specifically for them. Right. When I'm gifting, I try to not like put my branding all over anything. I do it in subtle ways, but essentially the gift is for them versus right. me. So it's things that they can really use. I love that. And then a lot of times I gift... Um, I like to gift out of the ordinary times. People are expecting gifts at Christmas. People are expecting gifts um, at certain times of year. Right. So hitting on, like fall is my favorite time of year. So um, I will try to hit on that versus like a holiday gifting um, mm -hmm. because it's unexpected. They're not expecting a package in the mail. So right. hitting on like little times like that, which could be something meaningful for your business. Maybe it's something meaningful for theirs. Yeah. Um, you'd have to, when you design your process, implementing that in place so that you're not just like, oh my gosh, I should be gifting right now. Totally. You have an actual set in stone, like, okay, three weeks after I've delivered their gallery, this is what they're getting. And whether you do consistent gifting or you do something specific to their business, you just know it's a time to gift. So you can kind of get in the routine of that. Oh, I love that. Okay, so my type B messy brain. Here's all of this. I'm like, I want to do this. Yes, I have so many ideas, especially I love the ideas behind picking what you're going to gift. But okay, for those of us that aren't type A or just organized in general, not saying all type A people are super organized. What are some ways, different ways to like store this information? I know that you probably have a digital software that you send the questionnaire out and maybe that's just kind of what you go back to look at. But I'm wondering, do you use Google Calendar? Do you write down in a paper? Like, where do you keep the dates for the birthdays, anniversaries, launch days, all that stuff so that you know where to look for yes. these gifts? I use Google Calendar Google for Calendar. all of that. Um, I have a CRM. I use Dubsado specifically for um, all my client information. So that's the questionnaires going out, and that's my workflows. Okay. And those workflows essentially are like an, uh, another team member yeah. because it's just sending me reminders of things that need to be done. Mind you, not every business or person are the same, so my workflows wouldn't necessarily work for the next person. Right. However, and I can also tweak mine, like there are guidelines, but if there's someone who maybe I know they shared something maybe personal with me at the very beginning of the project that they're doing this for a certain reason, maybe they're going on maternity leave or something like that, I can take the initiative to add a little step in that process, whatever it might be. But, um, yes, those Google Calendar, um, because it will send reminders to my phone, yep. it's something I religiously look at, and then also my CRM are the two biggest oh. help in this. I love it. Okay, funny, quick story. Jenna literally in, like, she, uh, she means all of this that she says. Like, she actually has all of this written down. I've glanced at her calendar before. I know, like... I've, I've seen the inside and it is there and funny story. This was maybe like two or three years ago. Um, she knew my business anniversary and I'm going to be honest again, you guys, you're learning about me. I'm, I'm organized in some areas, but usually in areas in my own life, I'm not, I know like around when my business anniversary is, I never actually wrote it down. I don't know the actual day somebody paid me, but I know it's in June. I go with the June-ish and I just like pick a day to kind of celebrate it. Well, Jenna, I, I did tell her a day one time, or maybe I filled out a questionnaire. I don't know. And one, um, one June, I got a card in the mail that was like, happy business anniversary. She sent me like a little something, a little something sweet. And I looked at I looked at Steve and I was like, oh my gosh, 
it's my business anniversary. Jenna just reminded me that it's my business anniversary, and I will never forget that. It was like, and I might not have even celebrated if you hadn't like encouraged me <laughs> to so go treat myself with something. <laughs> so I just, that's always stuck with me. And I love that you're always ahead of the curve, even like around the holidays. If you do something around the holidays, you're right there before, you know, people are busy and before someone has already celebrated their birthday, you always have perfect timing with when you're delivering um, just care. I don't even want to call it gifts. When you just deliver care, it's always at the front and um, that sticks with people, I think. So I love that. Thank you for sharing. So in short, client care is so important, I think, because it's an intentional feeling and like kind of the thing that people are going to remember and tell their friends and just like that emotional part, especially if we're in a very service-based business. Um, I guess the last question I have for you here is um, what is a really small place if someone's just getting started, they haven't really, you know, incorporated an actual system in client care. Is there any like place you would just tell them to start, whether that's like things to be thinking about or just maybe like inexpensive ideas that they could do at the beginning? Absolutely. So um, one very, this is very small, we are in a very digital world, Mm -hmm. um, is when an inquiry comes in using a tool like Loom, which records, can record your screen, but it can record your face as well, sending them a welcome from you and going through your process in that way. And Mm -hmm. all you have to do is link it in the email. Your email can include everything that you would typically send, but personalizing it a bit showing them your excitement that they landed in your inbox goes a long way. And I will tell you, when I added, started doing that in my business, it made a difference in the connection. Like, not only the connection from like, okay, yes, possibly a booking, but also not every client is for you. So you're able to connect in ways that you were able to learn about a person before booking. And so some people even sent messages back um, that way, yeah. too. So it's just a way to get to know people that you're meeting from all over the country, world, whatever it might be. Yeah, that is such a good tip. I I remember learning from some other photographer one time, or I don't know if it was a photographer, but they responded to DMs even with the voice yes. message rather than just like words and texting, because that's what we all do so much. And even just hearing the voice. Yeah. And just like, or even just sending to someone randomly, hey, thinking about you, I saw you did this today. That's awesome. It's such a like subtle, nice way to show you care and showing up a little bit differently. Completely. Just that. going that extra mile, whatever that might be to you, however you feel comfortable, it doesn't have to really cost anything. Yeah. Um, it can, certainly, it, but it could be something as simple as buying a card and a stamp. Yeah. But what that does for your marketing, it just is really crazy that it, it certainly pays off yeah. because the b- money you could possibly spend on marketing dollars are essentially word of mouth. And when you have your ideal client in front of you and they're bringing more of your ideal clients to you, yeah. it's invaluable. Oh, I love it. You're so right. Okay, Jenna, thank you for coming on and talking a little bit about client care, sharing a little bit of your insider secrets and just a little bit of your heart. We are next going to kind of segue into self-care and how you can intentionally earn in your business instead of aimlessly earning. Yes, we're talking about making money. Um, And I think that's something we all, or at least a good portion of us do as entrepreneurs uh, because we're not clocking in, we're not clocking out. We are just doing (laughs) whatever comes in front of us. So we're going to talk about that in this part two episode. So if you're still driving, still walking, still at your computer, um, head on over to the next episode and we will catch you there.